Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast, the place to help you break the odds and walk confidently into your God-given purpose. Think of this show as your regular coffee chat, where we talk about life, career, and legacy. As an award-winning entrepreneur, author, and speaker, I'll be bringing on industry leaders, professionals, and individuals to join us as they share their stories of breaking the odds to help you and to help us reach the next level in our life, family, career, and communities. Let's do this together. This is Let's Break the Odds podcast. Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. Today, we are continuing our conversation with our guest, Christina Flack. On the show, Christina shared with us both stories about grieving in a healthy way and becoming an advocate, and also about becoming the celebrity makeup artist and entrepreneur that she is today. And so if you're new to the show or missed part one of our conversation with Christina, that episode focuses on her sharing with us her story about grieving in a healthy way and becoming an advocate as well as practical tips for navigating the day, serving the community, and encouragement for single parents. Now, in today's episode, part two, as we continue the conversation with Christina, this episode focuses on her sharing with us how she became a celebrity makeup artist, sharing behind the scenes of her journey, and she gave step-by-step action items for growing a brand within the beauty industry, uh, from how to develop a portfolio and social media to how to find an agent, plus tips based on if you want to navigate the beauty space as an online creator versus being a makeup artist on set and more. And even if you're not within the beauty industry, Christina's tips could still help you grow a brand. Now, really quickly, uh, for those who are new or or if you're just meeting Christina for the first time, let me read you a snippet of her bio. Christina Flack is the founder and CEO of Pretty Girl Makeup, a celebrity makeup artist who works on some of the most recognizable faces and for some of the top brands and publications in the world, and a fashion commentator for Soap Digest magazine. In addition, Christina is a widow who serves as a sepsis awareness advocate and a mom to four living children and one who died as an infant. She lives with these titles, but she's defined by one word, grace. Christina openly shares her stories of success and heartache to provide inspiration to others and to save lives through sepsis awareness advocacy. Now, as a reminder, this show does not claim to be a substitute for counseling or any other professional guidance and encourages our listeners to reach out to a licensed professional if needed. So on that note, you guys, let's dive in with part two of our conversation with Christina. Here we go. For those who might be interested in pursuing a career in the beauty industry, I mean, you are at, you know, the top of your game, having reached, you know, working as a celebrity makeup artist. What advice in terms of like practical tips would you say for someone, um, whether they're a student or maybe someone who just wants to pivot and they want to go for it? What tips would you have on how they can begin to get started in, in navigating the beauty space? So I think my best advice I would start giving someone is, you know, people want to make a career change and it's not always like, okay, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to go be a makeup artist. You're going to probably have to continue with your day job that you have. And then weekends and nights or your days off, you become a, you know, you start working in a salon or you assist another makeup artist. Um, I would probably reach out to photographers and say, Hey, I'm a makeup artist. I would love, sorry. I would love to, um, when you have a photo shoot, I would love to do the makeup. I did, I can't tell you how many thousand, and I mean thousand, uh, jobs I did for free 
just so I could work with a certain photographer or work with a model. Um, testing is super important. So uh, my agent sometimes, or I would do this, set up uh, a photo shoot with a model, a stylist, and a photographer. And so we would all do our time for free, but we would get these like extraordinary pictures for your, you need to get a portfolio. There's no way you'll get work. Um, you need, you know, have an Instagram, have a website, put a thing on Yelp. There's all kinds of different apps you can go on. It's important to get a makeup kit that is not your personal. It has to be just for your clients. Mm. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've heard people saying, oh, some makeup artist showed up with her makeup bag and her own brushes. And it's like, you can't, it has to be, they have to be like surgical tools. They have to be cleaned after every client, even while you're working. Um, and, you know, the makeup kit has to be fresh. It, you know, you can't have old broken makeup. It all needs to be, you know, beautiful and clean because you're getting paid a lot. I'm very lucky besides that I own a makeup company and I have my own lip gloss and all that. Um, I am very blessed with Japanese and Kosas have sent me makeup and makeup brushes that for my kit. So it always looks pristine. And so um, that's probably how I would start. And then once you start getting a book together um, and then your Instagram, you want that just to be of your personal, of your work, none of your personal life. Um, that's important. And then once you get some images, submit them to an agency and, and try and get an agent. And that's, I've been very blessed with my agents over the years to get, I just did a People magazine with Rita Moreno, which was super exciting. The woman is 90 years old and is drop dead gorgeous. She's amazing. So that was a big honor to do her makeup. And I work with Tyler a lot. I've worked with, uh, on the Food Network, uh, every channel there is Gucci, Louis Vuitton. Um, I've Hillary Swank. I've, I've had a very blessed career and uh, I'm so grateful. It, it's been so much fun that I actually get paid to spend time with these people and make them look like the best versions of them. It's like, it blows me away. Wow. Um, you know, I'm yeah. very, very, I love my job and I get to be in different places. Like our TV show, we were uh, all over LA. We went to Glamis, which is like east of Palm Springs and there it's the national park of sand dunes the largest in the United States it was magnificent I mean the places that I get to go and meet the people I meet and it's not just the famous celebrities it's you know we did a I did a reality show uh, for the Food Network so there were all these different people on and there you know even the crew that I work with is so great and they're good it's just it's fun to meet different people all the time and go somewhere new it's never stagnant <clears throat> I, uh, I can't imagine having a corporate job where I just sit in a cubicle all day. That would feel like jail to me. But some people, my sister is an executive for Costco, can't even imagine how I live. But it's like the same for me. Like she goes to the same place and she loves it and she's good at it. It's just how different my sister and I are and we having incredibly different jobs, but we are similar. The fact that we are both working with people constantly. So I guess that is our similarity. It's just different locations. 
Yeah, yeah. And I just love all these practical tips that you shared down to making sure you have your own kit, to making sure, you know, you have your Instagram set up, to making sure you are willing to, you know, put in the work for free, you know, to get that, you know, that portfolio. And I love how you mentioned like, you know, getting an agent and all of those things. So what would you say for someone who's like, oh, okay, great. You know, Christina, I hear your tips. I'm going to do it. How do I go about getting an agent? Is there like a database where people can like, find an agent or like, how does that work? There's different agents. So the agents, like there's modeling agencies and then there's agencies that represent artists and photographers. So that's, I would probably look online in whatever city you're in and see if there's any agents that represent artists. Um, You're going to have to look, you know, you, they like lifestyle. They don't want just self, they don't want selfies. They don't want just crazy glam shots. If you would, you can look at my portfolio, christinaflack.com, and you can look in lifestyle. A lot of it looks like they don't have any makeup on at all. If you look at TV commercials, no one looks overly made up or, you know, severely done. They just look like normal people. So you have, that's an art in itself, uh, doing makeup to make it look like you're not made up. I, Gucci, Louis Vuitton, they send very specific instructions from Paris of what, how they want their makeup to look. And I can't deviate from that. They're very specific. They don't want my makeup to, the focus is on the clothes, not on my makeup. So I, you know, you have to learn to do that type of makeup and making sure that you don't, you know, the foundations all look like they're not there. That's a, you know, that's a big thing. It's so funny. I also do consulting and I teach people how to do makeup and I've heard so many people tell me, oh, well, how do I determine like my foundation? I've been like putting my hand and the foundation on my hand. And I said, your face and your hand are like two different colors, right? Yeah. So that, forget about that. You need to put on, you know, try your foundation, whatever foundation you try, put on one, it should disappear. You don't want it darker. You don't want it lighter. You just want it to disappear. And that... So using colors that are in your natural palette, I'm not going to put on a blue or something crazy. I mean, obviously for fa- high fashion, you'll be a lot more crazy, but you just want to see like what you have right now, nice, neutral colors, a pretty face. I don't, not one thing is going, oh, wow, look at, there's some pink and orange and green. You know, there's none, you don't want that. And especially with lifestyle photographs, you just want to see healthy, ha- like ha- skin that looks clean and dewy and not overly made up. I know it's so fun to watch these Instagram and YouTube people do these shows of baking and, you know, contouring and all this stuff. And it takes, you don't have that time when you're on set. Sometimes you have like 10, 15 minutes to do hair and makeup and you've got to change it. And so none of that is in real, that's not real life, or at least not for a makeup artist that works out in the real world. Wow. And I think that's, that's a key point that you mentioned. I mean, I'm not in the beauty space at all, but yeah. I'm just like from an outside listening in, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy watching. YouTube oh, they're so fun. Videos. It's so much fun. But I think you just brought up a point that really was like a light bulb for me is like, so there's a difference. So if someone's interested in pursuing the beauty space and even doing makeup, maybe they should ask and say like, in what way do I want to be in this industry? Is it maybe more so of an influencer being on YouTube and doing that kind of thing or being like, like you, like on set somewhere, because the techniques of doing makeup are completely different from what I'm hearing, you know, oh, one's so more different. Like natural, one's more like, you know, more, 
I don't know how to describe it more glam, I guess. It's I don't more know. Theatrical. Like- I think it's theatrical is the word. Mm. Right. And if you look back, if you look in, you know, look on commercials or in magazines from 20 years ago, you don't want to, you just see a normal face. You don't see all this stuff. that's like, oh yes, it was uh, 1995 or, you know, and I think also like when you do wedding, doing weddings is a good way to get a lot of experience because you're doing bridesmaids and everything, but you just want you want it to be a classic look. If you look at Audrey Hepburn or you know Marilyn Monroe, they have just classic makeup looks. They don't have this craziness. And I don't know. I think if you want to be a real makeup artist and work out in the world, you have to learn those skills. But of course, you also want to be able, for example, so we talked a little bit earlier about uh, testing you know, doing, working with, you know, make a a different uh, model and photographer and all that. That is when I get to express myself the way I, I can go crazy with all my colors. So Mm -hmm. I have a good friend. uh, Her name is Empress. She's a pop singer and she, and we've done like three magazine covers from testing. So you never know where sometimes the photographer will submit it to a magazine and they'll get published. I write for magazines. Uh, I write articles all the time or I get quoted in them. And so I, you know, I do different things to keep my name out there in the world with the makeup, not just my physical doing the makeup, but I try to speak about different skincare. I, I will submit things to magazines to get published. So, but the way I get to let my creativity out is testing because no one's telling there. I don't have a corporation behind me telling me how, what I have to do. I get to just kind of do what I see how it should be. And that feels, sometimes that feels really good too. You want to yeah. have that creativity. Yeah. I bet. Of that creativity. Yes. Yes. I bet that's nice. It's always nice to have that freedom to like be creative and not right. like you have the stipulations to, you know, fulfill a certain expectation for that project, for example. So yeah. Right. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you for sharing that. Well, thank you so much, Christina, for joining thank us today. You. Well, thank you. And I also wanted to uh, give your listeners a 25% discount code. If you go to prettygirlmakeup.com and it's pretty girl. Thank you for the code. So 20, what is the code for 25%? Pretty girl. Awesome. Awesome. And thank you once again, Christina, for joining us. Have a beautiful day. I hope this episode and all the information that Christina shared today encouraged you today. What was your biggest takeaway from our conversation with Christina? How will you take action towards moving forward? We'd love to know. This community is called Let's Break the Odds. And the word let's is short for let us, which means that you are not alone. Follow Break the Odds on social media and tag us and use hashtag Let's Break the Odds so we can celebrate with you as you take action. And on that note, stay tuned to hear more inspiring conversations on the show from industry leaders, professionals, and individuals on the show as they share their stories to help you reach the next level in your life, family, career, and communities. You don't want to miss them, so make sure you subscribe to the show. Hit that subscribe button and I'll see you in the next episode. Let's Break the Odds together. Hey, guess what? You, my friend, made it through today's episode. Cue the confetti. But the conversation doesn't have to end here. If this episode served you today, go ahead and download it so you can have it. And click the subscribe button so you can get notified when another episode is released. 
do us a favor and leave a review. We'd love to hear how much you enjoyed this episode. To stay connected, we'd love to have you as a part of the Let's Break the Odds community on social media. There we'll have an opportunity to personally connect with you and cheer you on as you take action towards breaking the odds in your life. You can catch the show notes from this episode and any discount codes and bonus materials on the blog at letsbreaktheodds.com.